Arts, Lifestyle, SNS Online. All men, whilst they are awake, are in one common world. But each of them, when he is asleep, is in a world of his own. Hello and welcome to SNS Online. Nocturnes is a collection of electronic ambient soundscapes influenced by the hopes and dreams of today's special guest. Inspired by the enigmatic thrill of nighttime, the listener has taken on an ethereal cosmic journey through the unconscious storehouse of ideas, memories, desires, and emotions. In her previous work, Changing Stations, a concept album about the London underground that we feature back in Series 4, a creative explosion through sound and colour was explored through our guest Synesthesia, a neurological condition that results in the joining or merging of senses. So, as Nocturnes gets a specially expanded re-release this month, let's talk to the man behind this sonic tapestry, musician and SNS returnee, Daniel Liam Glynn. Daniel, it's lovely to have you back on the show. And i got to tell you, I love your new music. It's just wonderful. Oh, thank you for having me. It, yeah, thank absolutely. Thank you for your kind words. Oh, well, no problem at all. And Nocturnes, uh, tell us about the background of this album, which just sounds very different to Changing Stations. There's a different sort of urban, dystopian vibe to it. Yeah, that was, that was I have to be honest, it was very intentional. I knew after the last album... Or could I go down the similar routes and do something quite, you know, experimental, classical, contemporary? Uh, but I really wanted to go down a more electronic route, you know, something that's a little bit darker, a little bit deeper. Mm. Um, so the the change in sound for me was very kind of evident from its early inception, from, from where the ideas first came to me. Excellent stuff. And apparently this actually came out in September. So this is a re-release, but on vinyl with some remixes and stuff for your fans. Yes, this is. Um, I'm re-releasing it digitally as like an expanded edition. Sure. And then the actual album itself, the original, is being pressed onto limited edition. It's purple and white galaxy swirl vinyl, which oh. looks amazing. They arrived the other day. So Sounds been very shakeshy. Oh, it's absolutely it's beautiful. It's one of them where I they arrived and I looked at it and I thought, this is, this is perfect. Mm. This is exactly what I wanted. And the cassette as well, which, you know, can you believe it or not, cassettes cassette, are now... Cassette, I love it. Yes. I love it. They've risen the last few years, and especially all the different designs you can do with them. They're like a collectible. I've still got a cassette player. I might order a, a cassette version. That'd be so cool. Oh, yes, do. I'll, I'll sign it for you. Oh, yeah, that'd be fantastic. So, <laughs> you know, you've been beavering away since uh, Changing Stations. You've obviously been working very hard. Let's go through some of the tracks that uh, feature in the album. Little yeah. Death. Thank you. 
so for this one, I'm getting sort of urban vibes, dystopian, sort of uh, a feeling of movement. Uh, there's a sense of sort of foreboding combined with a sense of hope. That's what I picked up on. You, you, is this, nice. What do you reckon to that uh, summing yeah. up? <laughs> I would say, yeah, 80% there, actually. Uh, that may have explained it. There you go. It originally, I wanted to hone in on, it's quite late in the album. So in my head, it was quite, you know, late in the night. Um, when you're having kind of almost night terrors and in such a deep a deep sleep and also mixed with the idea of waking up from a bad dream you know when you're trying to when you're trying to wake yourself up mm. when there is a moments of uh, is it not sleep apnea that kind of feeling like sleep paralysis that was very much like an inspiration for it uh, will you have that when you're not feeling well when you've you know coming from a night out when you just wake up in the middle of the night um, the whole vibe, the whole setup of the composition of that was was with that mood in mind. Um, but it's also a very, uh, it's an intense piece. It's something that builds and builds and grows and then finally kind of releases towards the end. the title Little Death in my head, I did realise the other meaning to it. I'm not too sure if you're aware of it. Uh-huh. And Little Death is basically the release at the end of an activity when you're in bed with someone. Oh. That feeling. Where apparently, afterwards, the feeling you have, that small bit of depression, that sadness, they call it in it's French, La Petite Mort, I think, means Little Death. I thought you were supposed um, to have the afterglow after naughties, not, well, not feeling like death warmed well, up. <laughs> I, I looked it up and it said, you know, the, the, the small state of depression uh, and sadness after that big build-up of th- happiness th- is called La Petite Mort. I think you need to go on a, on a different dating site, mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't make it up. I, I love I it. I assure you I did not make it up. That is so interesting. Um, I never, so, ever yeah. knew that before in my entire life. It, has, it has such a double meaning. And it was actually, I think, my mixing engineer messaged me and said, you do know what else this means? And I said, yeah, I was very aware of that. <laughs> I, li- I like the double meaning with it because it's it's, a little, it's quite dark as well it's like a dark title of a song um, so let's flag up uh, the wonderful katie tavini who worked on your yeah. last album changing stations and she's mastered this uh, album yes mastered the entire album even though again. she lives down in brighton now she's got a fantastic yes. studio in her, in her mastered, house it looks yeah. amazing the weird jungle she's doing she's doing amazingly well um it's just in the industry that she's working in as well, um, a very male-led industry, and she's completely sure. powering, powering ahead and working with so many incredible apps. She's recently worked on Nadine Shah's album. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, That's it's great. extremely well. Excellent stuff. And it's just going back to your description of uh, Little Death and, and how it links to dreams and stuff, it does sort of... Uh, remind me how imaginative you are in in writing music and and your inspirations because of course changing stations came from uh, your uh, synesthesia didn't it yes you know sort of hearing colors and things like that yeah and 
the way I write, it was always, you know, people were very aware of, I use my synesthesia, my, you know, strange way of connecting colours with numbers and letters. I, I wanted to not rely on that too much this time around, so that had, you know, it, it separated a little bit. But there's always, always some, something that creeps in. Mm. Like, you, you can't really deter away from it too much. Sure. But in, instead, I, I wanted to kind of move that into the creativity of being inspired by something that with, with the London Underground is such a real thing, it's, it's existence. But with this time around, for me to create a soundtrack to something that doesn't exist, my dreams are not real, but something that my brain has thought up. Um, so, you know, certain nights out don't feel very real. I, I wanted to kind of hone in on the creativity that I could from something that I've made up myself. Sure. So all the rules could go out the window. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Let's um, uh, focus now on San Andreas Fault. I've written here Technoscape and Industry. Yes. What do you reckon to that? Uh, completely. A lot of... I'm very inspired by a work by Woodkid, um, mainly his album that he did um, a few years back. Um, trying to remember what it was called now. The Golden Age. That was okay. it. His work is very, it's, it's electronic, it's fast, it's quite aggressive in, in areas, but with a lot of subtle softness to it. Um, and the industrial side of it, especially his meeting work as well. And I feel like that definitely came through with San Andreas Fault. And that was actually the first thing I worked on on the album. Mm. Um, and it was completely separate to, and like you said before, very different to Changing Stations. This was I think that's why I kind of I released this first. This was one I just put out there as a standalone. Almost to kind of shock and think, look how different this is. Yeah. It's it's still quite melodic. It's but in ways very repetitive, but yeah. it grows and it builds and builds and it has a story. And again it's very kind of that ethereal nightmare as yeah. to it. A very dark, like you said, techno synth sound i think you know they're all all your tracks are very melodic and yet they're all quite complex and uh, uh, and thought-provoking which i think is one of the reasons i'm so drawn to your music
Scratch Nights now. Now, as soon as I heard this, I was thinking Jean-Michel Jarre, rocking it, <laughs> rocking it in some big venue somewhere. What do you... <laughs> Yes, and that I is. love his music. So I love, I love this track. Yeah, it's very, very nighttime. Almost saw mentioned quite Ibiza esque. Maybe yeah. that slipped in from my trip to Ibiza a few years back. Uh, that feeling of, you know, that's that's track two on the album. So it starts off with the Midnight Zone, which is there's kind of three interludes on there, and goes straight into Scratch Nights, and that's almost like a kind of bam, an opener, um, a night out inspired by night out. And uh, again, a very different sound, but more, more, I would say warmer than yeah. San Andreas Fault. Yes, definitely. Um, but it has a lot of kind of sunshine to it and you know, still a lot of depth, a lot of melodic growth in there. It just made uh, me smile. It, I, I just loved it so yeah. much. <laughs> that is a, that's a favourite from a lot of people I've spoken to say that is something that they add to their playlists. Suspended in orbit, I've written here, more traditional Liam Glynn. It reminds me of your uh, musical stamp of identity based on changing stations. It, it does remind me a little bit of, of, of that album, the piano and all the rest of it. Yes, that is, like I said before, trying to move away almost but still retain who you are as a composer is quite a difficult, um, you know, difficult decision to, to make. And also almost it's quite difficult to to kind of clarify in, in your writing what you're trying to do when, you, when you're trying to move away from a certain sound but still keep who you are as a musician. Suspended in Orbit, again, was one of the first pieces I did and I I think even though I absolutely, I really liked that piece because it, it did exactly what I wanted it to do uh, but it's very much so, it, that's like a very bridge gap between the first album yeah. and this one. And I think it's um, nice for the fans of the first album to to listen to this album and to, uh, to to hear a track that's familiar to them and yet they've got all this new music to explore as well. Yes, and I think with this one, almost it's quite similar, is that there is voiceover in there as well, like Changing Stations had voiceovers. Yes. This has the, you know, the spaceship sounds, the astronauts talking to one another. And that, to me, I always found that sound of astronauts talking over the the mic very reassuring and very dreamy yeah. almost very outerworldly and yes. that's how i feel when you're in a deep sleep or you're in that space before sleep and you're still awake and that floating in air kind of being suspended floating in orbit that was to me was and it's middle of the album to me it's very middle of falling asleep 
You know um, what? You just jogged a memory of, of, of mine where my dad used to watch for cricket when I was very young and I was sort of sitting on the sofa, a little bit bored of the cricket, but just finding it quite comforting, the, um, the commentary of it, these lovely, uh, assured old Englishmen talking about uh, a sport they love so much. It's all very yes. hushed tones. And I remember sort of drifting off into a little bit of a sleep, but, but those voices were were quite comforting at the same time because I knew I was yes. safe in my family environment when my dad was there, my mum was in the kitchen or whatever. And uh, yeah, just, it yes. just, it, that just jogged, it jogged a memory, a dreamlike it's, memory there. <laughs> I completely relate. It's sometimes when I was younger and I could hear the TV on downstairs, mm. it wouldn't keep me up. It would make me fall asleep. Yeah. It was that reassuring, comforting feeling that, you know, I was at home, it was mm. safe. Life still goes on, but I'm going into my yes, slum, slumber absolutely. now. Absolutely. Um, and that's uh, again. That was my. It's kind of my 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 go-to for mm. something I wanted to write. Oh, that's for, lovely. For the album. And finally, we have um, I Move the Stars for No One. I love the title. Um, it's sort of dirty synths yes. going into piano, very moody, atmospheric piece. But it gets quite funky at the end. You know, you're a little bit of a dark horse there. <laughs> yes, that, that's quite a sneaky one. That was not <laughs> planned, actually. That was one of the, again, a bit like San Andreas Fault. It started mm. and then I kind of left it. I didn't touch it for a good few months. And I kind of think I was going to end it halfway through. Mm. And then I thought, actually, for some reason, let's try and build it up and switch the general feel of the song mm -hmm. and go straight into more of a scratch nights with them being so close together. Sure. Um, and that, again, being inspired by dreams, I kind of always had this strange um, obsession with magical, mythical stories, such as Return to Oz, the labyrinth mm. um, they're all based around dreams all based yeah. around things that aren't real but the person you know the the narrative is that it is real and it's going it's happening for them right now until it's not and that's exactly what all my favorite childhood films are about oh, in a sense um, and i i move the stars from no one as a quote from the labyrinth that he says to sarah um what david bowie david berry he says, uh, and it's basically saying, you know, I don't just do this for everyone. I move the stars to no one, but I would for you. Oh, that's and so that was, romantic. Yes, it was very much. Um, so sweet. It was, it was almost, again, it's, that's a very harsh statement to make. It's very much, it's romantic, 
But it's also something you say when you're not happy about something mm. because you give so much to to either someone or something. Sure. Um, and that's probably why the song builds up and it's quite dark and then goes into something that is completely, in, you know, contrasting to the way it started. videos because your uh, your music inspires imagery uh, and uh, in changing stations i seem to remember there were a number of videos that you produced yes. really fantastic ones uh, are you considering doing any for this i was at one point i was thinking it'd be so good to put my music to to like a, a creative visual again um but long and short of it is budget really sure <laughs> this this is something that i you know, didn't really need to do. Well, I didn't really need to do the first one, but I did a kick. I did a Kickstarter for it and raised quite a lot of funds. You know, a lot of amazing friends and family, yeah. and people I didn't know actually, who, who I know through it, pledged to make it happen. So part of the whole package of that was audio, visual, mm. physical. Um, you know, sales. This is why the vinyl and cassette here are quite late on. Mm. It was just meant to be a digital release. Um, so if if Budget was there. That would be something I'd absolutely love to do. And what I've realized now with the music industry, whether you're on a major label or a small label, a, a campaign can come back after a year. You can always go back and revisit. And just what I was thinking. I mean, that music is like there. That. that music is there forever. And yes. you can always come back to it. And if there's some money available to, to create a wonderful video, uh, you know, they would be great for film tracks. I, I was yeah. thinking that when I listened to them. So that there might be so much potential um, in the future for this. Yeah, I would absolutely love that. Because it, even though the album has a very similar theme and the whole concept of it is quite um, continual, there's a lot of different sounds in there and a lot of different stages mm. of sleep, different stages of the nighttime. So I think it's quite um, eclectic in terms of, you know, if someone wanted to use it for a soundtrack sure. or an advert. Yeah. Yeah, oh god, absolutely. Yeah. It's 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 quality mood music, really. I mean, I, I don't mean that in a detrimental way at all. It, it's <laughs> it's wonderful, but uh, yeah, so many so many uses. What about live performances? I mean, would you consider um, doing anything like that? I think what this would actually, I think, be more suited to a live setting, mm -hmm. uh, especially with different musicians adding different layers. Yeah. Um, I think the first album because it was almost like a visual, an audio documentary. Um, into my mind and something that everyone understand um, you know that was more of a kind of listening vibe to it I think the this one there's a lot of songs that would fit in a live setting especially things like Scratch Nights I Move the Stars for No One San Andreas Fault um, that'd be something that I'm completely open to and I'd love to revisit yeah seeing how everything goes with the vinyl and cassette release yeah. Um, I think I'm just, you know, nothing for me is ever completely done. No. That, that's, that's when you're the, a creative person, definitely. Yes. And obviously Hendrix. we have to come out of COVID um, completely. Everybody needs to be jabbed up and all the rest of it before yeah. we can start doing those live things. But it's again, it's something else to consider. Definitely. I would absolutely love that. And again, it would be something that I've never done before. We should oh. always be pushing ourselves to 
do new challenges with um, the creativity. And of course, I want you to hook up with Ben McGarvey, who's another a Manchester musician oh, who does all sorts of wonderful, wonderful music, um, uh, aka Minute Taker. I'd like to yeah. see you two do a do a sort of a combo at at, uh, at some stage. Yes, I'll be waiting you, for that one. Yeah, <laughs> you've mentioned it before. You never know when, when you, you put know. things out to the universe. And finally, um, um, yeah. uh, just like in terms of websites, where do we find you, and where do we find your music? You can find me, my my actual website is com. Okay. But I'm also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, again, at DanielLeanGlynn. And uh, my music is available to buy, the physical copies, the special edition purple and white vinyl, and the Galaxy print cassette is available for my Music Glue website. And that's www.musicglue.com slash DanielLeanGlynn. Oh, that's fantastic. Daniel, thank you so much um, for the chat today and best of luck with the new album. I think it's fantastic. Uh, Everybody should go and buy it. Oh, thank you very much. It's absolutely amazing to speak to you again. I can't believe it's been five years. It's been a while, but I think the last time was in the Blue Peter Garden. So that was was a top-up chat for after celebrating 10 years of a show. So, And I'm sure you'll be back again. Daniel, thanks so much, mate. Thank you very much. Speak to you soon. SNSonlineshow.com, your brand new one-stop shop for all things SNS. Take a tour through our wide and diverse collection of shows and listen in to our exclusive range of in-depth interviews spanning the popular arts, featuring actors, writers, journalists, stand-up comedians, musicians and more. You can also enjoy our shorter bite-sized series covering vibrant new theatre, television and book releases. And with our Arts Lifestyle Remit, you get to explore issue-based topics including health, mental health, women's rights around the world and LGBTQ. Contact us with both your comments and suggestions for future guests 
And don't forget to read up on our blog, regularly updated with articles and photographs, a forum where everyone is welcome to contribute. snsonlineshow.com, your one-stop shop for all things SNS. SNS.